0: Welcome to the latest episode of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at Kanashibari. It's a short story by Ryan Cady that is part of the X-Files Secret Agendas collection, published on October 12, 2016. So this is the third collection of short stories that were commissioned and published by IDW Publishing right around the time the X-Files returned to TV for the event series. So this one starts off with Mulder and Scully on a plane heading into Los Angeles. They're actually going to be working in a town just outside of Los Angeles. That's just the closest airport. And it's while they're on the plane that Mulder finally tells Scully while they're coming. There have been a number of reports in one area of a type of sleep paralysis that shows up in Japanese folklore called kanashibari, or bound in metal, in which people wake up paralyzed and there's an old hag coming to them. And there are two people who have already died who reported this phenomenon. There's some discussion that leading psychologists say that while you're paralyzed, you're only half awake. So the dreaming mind takes over and we see common elements of the local folklore and that this may be the actual explanation for the consistent reports of alien abduction in the Western world, that's what people are predisposed to think is causing the paralysis when they wake up in the middle of the night, so they hallucinate the little green men. Whereas the Japanese culture has a myth of an old sea hag who will paralyze and come and attack you, so that's what they see. So while Mulder and Scully are doing the investigation, Scully does find through detailed talk screenings, that there are some strange metals in the bloodstream, not in huge quantities, but enough that they could cause hallucinations if combined with other chemicals. Now, there is a medical doctor who does not ascribe to the traditional interpretation of the old hag, although his father does. And when they notice that two of the victims from this area were low-frequency attendees to the same temple that his father does the cleansing rituals at, they start to go down that track. This story is predominantly written from Scully's perspective. And at this point, in Season 1, since this story is slotted between Fallen Angel and Eve, actually goes Fallen Angel, the short story Dead Ringer, then Kaneshibari, and then Eve, it is definitely in the era where Scully hasn't actually seen things. For one reason or another, she's been out of the room when the supernatural events take place that are visible to both Mulder and the audience. In fact, in this one, when Mulder is paralyzed, we get that from Scully's perspective. So she knows he's hallucinating something, doesn't know for sure what it is, but assumes it is the Little Green Men because of his sister's abductions. It is a decent story and a decent plot, The ending is kind of rushed, Scully figures out what it is, and then it jumps from there to their trip home, where the final confrontation and explanation of what's going on is all done through expository dialogue, where Scully was the one that realized that it was the ceremonial cleansing ritual, which had the odd metals in the tea, plus the other catalysing compounds in the incense that was sparking this. And it's the kind of thing that people can get accustomed to. So the regular attendees who were exposed to this on a frequent basis didn't have that issue because they'd always been exposed to the incense over a long period of time. So their body could handle it well enough it didn't trigger the hallucinations when they had the new tea. Whereas the more recent attendees sparked it more intensely and in particular Mulder because he hadn't had any previous exposure to either of the compounds. So it does look like Scully has everything figured out and this one is a completely rational explanation until the final twist where she finds out that Mulder didn't hallucinate the little green men as they would be culturally expected to but instead he hallucinated the old sea hag. I don't find that quite as compelling that the sea hag is real as I think it would have been on the show where we would have seen some concrete evidence of it. Instead, it just feels like Mulder was still susceptible to the power of suggestion. It's just that the context of the previous few days when he was expecting the sea hag twisted that suggestion from the expected aliens to the traditional Japanese mythology. So it was largely enjoyable, but it did end very abruptly. Now, author Ryan Cady is a little tough to track down. I did find a page for him at Image Comics, and he's listed as a writer of comics and horror fiction based in Brooklyn, New York. He has written for such properties as The X-Files and Magdalena, as well as a number of original short stories and creator-owned features. And his early reviews of terrible fast food products for the OC Weekly remain his greatest collective achievement. So it looks like he's done work for Magdalena, Warframe, and Infinite Dark with Image. So not finding much else about him, even the Grand Comics database for some reason, doesn't have a whole lot for him. So given some of these publication dates, a lot of them are from 2018 and 2019. Just one I'm seeing here from 2016. I am guessing that he was brought in as... You know, a a new and upcoming talent who had a good pitch. This is okay, but it was close to being very good. The main complaint I have is that rushed ending, but I do greatly appreciate seeing the story from Scully's perspective for once. So that's all we have to say about Kanashibari. Join us again in two weeks' time when we look at the next title in the Order. That is the short story, Strizga, from the same collection, X-Files Secret Agendas. It's written by Lauren A. Forey, and it is slotted between Darkness Falls and Tombs in the reading order. And again, I am using xfilesorder.com as my guide to figure out the proper sequence to go through the content. So join us in two weeks' time for Strizga. Thank you for listening.